Hi, my name is Lydia. And I'm Emma. And we're the hosts of Holy Ship. We are passionate about creating a space for women to talk about sexuality, their bodies, and all things relationships. We think that for so long, Christian spheres have often failed to address these topics with women in a healthy, shame-free, and open way. So welcome to Holy Ship, where we address all the taboo topics in a way that is honoring to you, your relationships, and God. Hi everyone, welcome to our launch episode of the first season of Holy Ship. For our first episode of our season on sex, we want to first address why sex was created and our spiritual formation through and affected by our sexual formation. Yeah, and we're so excited to talk about this. Um, As we said in our last intro episode, part of the reason we are so excited to talk about sex is because for so long it was like don't have sex but they don't give a why behind it and this episode's really special to me because it's like a lot of the research that we've been doing of like the why behind don't have sex and it's like meant a lot to me because it's totally changed like my framework of everything so we're really excited to dig into this so i was going to kind of start off by giving us some biblical framework and we'll kind of go back and forth but yeah we just want to make sure what we're doing is actually rooted in scripture so Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. And we also want to start from the beginning with the very beginning, (laughs) the very beginning with why sex was created Mm -hmm. in the first place um, through a Christian perspective and um, with biblical framework. So um, in chapter one of Genesis, starting at the very, very beginning, um, I'm just going to read to you verse 27. So I highly suggest reading the first chapter for fuller context, um, but I'm just going to go ahead and read this one first. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. God created us to share our sexuality with another human Mm. being. He created us to be fruitful and multiply the earth and using sex as the method in which to do so. It is to unite a married couple as well as to glorify God, which Mm. um, we think is very much under explained and um, emphasized. Because when you're having sex in marriage, it is not only to multiply, it is actually very glorifying to God. Mm-hmm. Um, it is to unite a couple, bring their bond um, closer and deeper, and to enhance and preserve yeah. the union as well as pleasurable. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's really cool. I actually never, I think, picked up on in Genesis. 127 where he says and god blessed them and presumably presumably this is like i mean before they're like having sex and like i think like it's just interesting and it kind of brings back kind of like the whole wedding ceremony thing right like thing whatever it's more than a thing but like right it's like a covenant right and he's like blessing them before they do this and it's to be fruitful and multiply so yeah yeah that's just so cool yeah tell us about what uh Paul says. Oh, my boy, Paul. <laughs> um, yeah, so like we were saying, it's to unite a married couple and to glorify God. And Paul talks about this in Ephesians um, chapter 5 when he talks about how relationships between husband and wives actually mirror that of the Christ <laughs> of Christ and the church and how marriage reflects the glory of Christ's covenant love for his bride. 
And I think, like, when you hear the word glory, like, sometimes it's, like, so overused that you don't really think about it. But, like, glory, like, God's glory is just, like, so powerful. And, like, oh, I just, like, love that. And, like, the imagery. Um, and the fact that, like, marriage is reflecting the glory of, like, this covenant. And that it is a covenant. And it's so important. And that then marital sex is a way we do glorify God um, and Christ by experiencing this joy of covenant intimacy. And I love that covenant intimacy. That's like, I think I need to like frame that or something, make it into one of those cool plaques that you see on Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. Super cheesy. Put that um, up in your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That'll ask. Bring some great questions. Yeah. Show it to the next boy you bring back. Yeah. <laughs> Marry me and we can have covenant intimacy. Yeah, just point to it. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. But like, this pleasure of sex points us to the ultimate reality of our relationship with Jesus. And, you know, kind of going off the whole pleasure tangent, um, we can talk about Song of Psalms. Guys, have you ever read Song of Psalms? Song, songs? Song of Songs, Song of Solomon. I'm confused why they have different names, but that's fine. Synonymous. So basically, yes, if you haven't read this, you should. Guys, I hadn't read it like most of my childhood. They took it out of my children's Bible. Um, when I finally read this, I was completely shook because... Wait, they took it out of your children's Bible? Yeah. There's a children's Bible without, like, parts of the Bible in it? Yeah, because it's about sex. But yet, okay. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I mean, there's another problem we could address. Yeah, we but, I mean, yeah. I feel like, you know, kids like, hey, mom, wow. what are you doing here? Um, anyway. That's true. Yeah, because, um, I, I, I love this poem. I think it's beautiful. Um, yeah, tell us a little more about that. Yeah, I've, I've told you this before, so you're probably like, yeah. I'm going to stop telling this story. But my dad actually read Song of Solomon to my mom when they were mm-hmm. dating. And I think it was like after like their first month of dating. So okay, I don't know how you real. would feel about a boy reading it to you. But like, I, I mean, actually, I think it could be beautiful in the right context. And I mean, I have no idea how like your parents' relationship progressed like emotionally, you know right. what I mean? But I think talking, that would be a little uncomfortable. It's talking about, you know, a bride, you know. And yes, that's true. Exactly. And so we, that's, you know, why we're, why we're pointing it out because it was so, mm-hmm. so important to express the, um, yeah. the glorification through, like, the physical pleasure mm-hmm. um, of just, like, seeing um, the bride and beholding yeah, yeah. her physical features. Um, in a very I think, erotic sense. Yes, it's very erotic. Um, I think, like, what would weird me out if a guy said to on, ooh, said it to me on a date is, like, the imagery in it. Like, he's like, hey, your hair is like a flock of goats descending from the hills of Gilead. Like, first off, I love my hair. I condition it. It does not feel like a goat's hair, you know what I mean? But then, like, also, like, guys, there's, like, weird imagery in here. That's, like, it's weird. Like... Yeah, like the goat ones. Where's the boob one? Your two breasts are like two fawns. Twins of a gazelle that graze among the lilies. Okay, that one's kind of poetic. I could see that one. Do I, (laughs) like, I think in my first month of dating, if someone was like, hey, I've been sending your boobs, and uh, (laughs) just what I think they look like, I'd be like, (laughs) well, I mean, uh, what we're trying to point here is that this stuff is talked about in the Bible, but it's not talked about in everyday christian yeah and it like gives a fuller expression of what like sex in marriage looks like the beauty of sex the playfulness and And, and, like foreplay yeah like i mean most of this poem is literally about foreplay you guys so 
I think like it's important one it shows the playful aspect right like of foreplay that like sex isn't just made like specifically to procreate like yes it is but it's also like there's a playful aspect like it's meant to be fun to discover like your partner's body and like again i think that's part of like the uniting aspect right like you're literally discovering each other and like yeah if you guys want to compliment each other like that on your wedding night like these couples are i'd be interested to hear like how that goes like just let me know um could be a little talk that's so why i'm calling this book of the bible now um that's actually hysterical um but yeah so um if someone once told me that also through a christian perspective that marriage is more than just love that it's about first mm-hmm. commitment you know you're committing to a person to enter mm-hmm. into a to covenant um and then that covenant is fulfilled uh through three um consummation and yeah. so that is the context in which to um to fulfill the covenant which is a um mm-hmm. which is a parallel a mirror of you know Christ being married to the church yeah. and fulfilling his covenant by um dying on the cross for us yeah. and so i thought that was something really cool you um, take nothing else away from this remember the 3 Cs commitment covenant consummation Woo! we're making it elementary easy over here yes watch us turn it into merch <laughs> oh my gosh yes <laughs> guys be on the lookout <laughs> this has to happen we really just turned i want a sweatshirt that says consummation on it and i want to wear it on the street oh i, I, want d- I to don't want to wear it on the street i'll tell you that right now can't you imagine like in new york though they see so much crazy stuff like the it, fact that they true. could like read something that's a consummation they like, probably I don't think people don't even know yeah they means. probably wouldn't be phased i got wait what is like the graduation ceremony called um commencement yeah i got that in consummation wrong for the longest time like i would mix them up like i never like talked about it but like in my head they were like synonymous <laughs> so they're not <laughs> very different so another takeaway don't to, make the same mistakes just going to my consummation <laughs> ceremony <laughs> yeah i mean it's um, essentially what like a I wedding mean, commencement is actually to begin not, right not. or like to move forward am i not mistaken wait it's the beginning it's- of something commencement yeah yeah basically that's consummation right you're like true beginning you're sealing like yeah marriage, okay right? so, okay yeah basically i was right all along is what i'm trying to say i'm just kidding think of it um, that way yeah mainly because i was you know focusing on graduating at my <laughs> commencement clearly we had different priorities i was not thinking about sex but somebody else was <laughs> oh my goodness yeah so you know kind of just moving around or on from that we want to um yeah so kind of moving on from that we wanted to talk about sexual and spiritual formation and just kind of before we jump into that i think why sexual formation is so important is because sexual purity as christians sets us apart from the world and like our sexual ethics should be like something that sets us apart and makes people ask questions right um and like yeah again all parts of our life should be pointing back to christ and like sexual stuff is the same thing mm-hmm. and yeah so we do just like quickly want to address and again we our whole second season is on purity and like purity culture so this will be way more addressed then but um so often sexual purity is set up on this like pedestal and um so much so that lots of times we don't like show people grace when it comes to sex and we just like want to say that one like 
no matter like what you do, like that's not preventing you from being accepted by God. And like, there's so much grace and like God still loves you and wants a relationship with you. And like nothing you do sexually is going to change that. So yeah, so often that gets missed. So we just wanted to like start off with that, but the importance of spiritual and sexual formation. So, so often in Christian circles, we focus on spiritual formation, right? We have like men and women's discipleship groups, like your community groups, like like everything you're doing is trying to like point back to who you're becoming. So spiritual formation is who am I becoming by what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. And again, like, right, we like have devotional time in the morning because we think that helps us become more like Christ. It points us back to Christ and like kind of like reframes us. Right. Um, so yeah. And like the same thing is like with sexual formation, like what, like, who are you becoming by what you're doing? Like if I'm doing X or like blank, who do I become and what happens to the way I think what happens to my self-esteem like what happens to my relationships and like I think that's just as important as spiritual formation and should be emphasized more in the church because it's so important and I think it they're intertwined like spiritual and sexual formation have to do with each other right like what you do physically and what you do like sexually right it does affect you spiritually and i think like that gets back to like sex is made to unify people and it's made to glorify god so when you're doing that in like different contexts it's going to affect you and it's going to affect like you spiritually because you're like unifying with someone and it's like not glorifying to god in those contexts so yeah yeah. definitely and just to further your point um about what you do Mm -hmm. matters spiritually um, you know, because whenever you feel feelings of, um, guilt or even shame or mm-hmm. doubt, um, confusion, yeah. frustration, um, you know, even, even love sometimes, mm-hmm. but, you know, in, in just the wrong context that can affect you, um, spiritually so much yeah, yeah. and, um, you know, and I just, I think that it's important to emphasize that what we do physically um, mm-hmm. has so much significance um, because physical things have significance in general. You know, even yeah. earthly materials and objects, they have so much significance mm-hmm. because, you know, people made them or, um, or they're used for something and like nothing in this world, um, you know, doesn't have some form of design or you know look from god you know nothing is overlooked you were like talking earlier but like i mean like everything in nature is like made by god it's like beautiful and like has purpose beyond like just what it is because it was created by someone and like you're talking about like a table right like it's not just a table like someone like crafted that table someone spent time or like you were saying like even if it's machine made someone created the technology to make that and like it's so much more than just like something that's sitting there. Like it is like someone's like creativeness, creativeness that like created it. Like it's so cool. And I think it points back again to like God as creator, but then like physical versus like spiritual. Right? Yeah. Just like what we do mm-hmm. physically has meaning. Yeah. And, um, I, one of my favorite scripture verses, um, in Matthew is about like, you know, why do we worry about our lives? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, even the ravens don't worry about what they will eat and how much more worthy and important Mm -hmm. is your life Mm -hmm. than the birds. And so I also put that into context of our physical actions. 
Yeah. You know, how much more important is our physical acts than, like, a horse's yeah. <laughs> physical act? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and even our physical acts with another person. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, definitely. it's even more mm-hmm. impactful, even more valuable, even more multifaceted and intricate. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because when you're when you're doing these acts, you're intertwining in more ways than just physical. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to for you know for people to realize that they are extremely valuable. Their yeah. physical acts are very important mm-hmm. and intentional. Um, yeah, I think kind of like what you kind of said is like sparked something. But like, we are valuable, and I think lots of times, at least for me personally, when I was doing sexual like things with guys, it was because I didn't like see my value. You know what I mean? Like I was trying to find that in like other people and in acts, and like trying to like find like that attention and like the admiration. So I think that's very interesting. That kind of just like sparked in my head. But yeah, 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 and like that you know even even if you're trying to look you know with value within yourself or it's like a self-realization mm-hmm. or journey um like remove that and just think about the act on yeah. its own is significant mm-hmm. um you know even if you're the most confident person in the world yeah yeah and you remove the thought and you say oh this isn't this really isn't that impactful. Like, it's just a physical deed. By saying it's just a physical deed, you are acknowledging that That it's it's even more more than than a physical (laughs) deed, you know? Because you know that they're... That what you're doing with your body has purpose. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing it with your body, there is intention behind it. And that goes goes with everything you do in life, Mm -hmm. physically. Um, Well, I think that kind of gets back to, like, the spiritual formation versus sexual formation, right? Like everything we do we think is helping us be who we are and like becoming right so like the same thing is like with sexual and physical acts right Mm -hmm. absolutely um yeah and so we just wanted to stress the importance of that and and god knew and knows how important it is because he created it i mean he created it to glorify him Mm -hmm. and um and so i think that's often forgotten um or you know yeah yeah overlooked but Mm -hmm. yeah do you think like things not even like i'll say necessarily sexually can be like physically important if that makes sense um yeah like everything we do if it's not sexually is (laughs) is physically you know even if it's not sexually is important um you know like eating is intentional Mm -hmm. and important um, also, they they bring that up in Corinthians a lot. Yeah, the importance of eating, what to eat, what not to eat, how that like affects right. you spiritually. And this right? goes back to like obviously the physical things of this world yeah. have importance. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I just think it's it's important to keep in mind that the act or all sexual activities, mm-hmm. if you will, have some degree of significance and importance and glorification factor um to god and Mm -hmm. um and yeah so it it, 
there's a lot of um, ways to, (laughs) you know, explore this. And and it's kind of weird. It's like you can go on this. It feels like I'm going on this, like, Dante trip of, like, Mm -hmm. levels of sexual intimacy and like what's the most honoring what's the most degrading and Mm -hmm. you know and obviously we should we should never you know feel like shame about this but we do and we do feel Mm -hmm. shame about this because it's not in the right you know context or we've been told you know we're not going to be loved Mm -hmm. otherwise but anyways I digress so yeah and like just to clarify like this whole um season is on sex and we'll like get into like the nitty-gritty like we have an episode on like hand jobs blow jobs um anal like masturbation like i mean we cover like basically everything and we struggled on how to divide it up so this one's kind of just like a sex umbrella um umbrella. yeah of like this is just like a broad like we're talking about sex like sexual formation like what is sex why did god create all this stuff but then we'll get into like the nitty-gritty of like handjobs and blowjobs all that jazz you mm-hmm. know so yeah and uh, so I think to just re-emphasize mm-hmm. you know it was created to be fruitful and yeah. multiply and in that command yeah. and that mandate of being fruitful and multiply you know it implies you know honoring each other with mm-hmm. your Definitely. bodies with your yeah. minds um, with your emotions mm-hmm. and um, for procreation and for pleasure, yeah, um, yeah. and through through um, marriage because that's mm-hmm. the reflection of yeah. Christ. Yeah, and um, but you know, there's this world is confusing, <laughs> just a little, <laughs> and and um, and there's so many you know, ways to, um, express your, mm-hmm. um, sexual desires yeah. and, and, um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're all God's children mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he really just wants the best for us yeah. and he doesn't want us to feel, you know, this doubt and, yeah confusion and and whatnot and so hopefully Um, you know by talking about this it becomes just a little bit clearer mm -hmm. um for each individual on how they should be yeah honoring god and their community and their relationships Mm -hmm. um I think, so, yeah. like, also, like, part of the, like, we do think, like, there's a lot of shame around sex, and, like, part of the reason why we're talking about this is because we think the more that it's brought out into the light, the more we talk about it and actually discuss things, and, like, we do talk about the questions we have that, like, literally everyone has, but, like, really awkward to ask, especially, like, in right. Christian circles. Um, we think by, like, talking about that, it takes the shame away from it, because mm-hmm. it's not something you have to hide, like, it's something we should talk about, and you're still accepted, like, into God's kingdom after all this, like, Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. So the season's gonna be super fun, guys. It so is. thank you so much for joining us for this episode and for listening. Um, if you want to stay up to date on information, make sure to follow us on Instagram at theholyship.podcast. And if you have any questions or concerns, you can either DM us or you can send us an email at theholyship.podcast at gmail.com. So thank you so much for tuning in and we can't wait um to have you join us on the rest of the season.